Remember, folks, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. A five in Manhattan is a ten in Staten Island. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that live. Representing Staten Island. Staten Island boys are no joke. Staten Island? I cannot overstate how truly insane that would be. Hey, yo, who's in the house, dies in your house. What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is the weekend. I am Jay Porks, and we are back here a day early on Patreon.com slash Jay Porks. If you're premium and if you're supporting the brand, if not, then you're at SoundCloud.com slash dies in your house, or you searched Apple Podcasts. For the phrase dies in your house and you are tuned in to a brand new episode the latest edition of you guessed it dies in your house what is the word peeps what goes on it's on your mind it's the weekend it's vaccination season it's a lot of people in the country being eligible to get the vaccination right now i would encourage everyone to do so i am Dose 1, Pfizer Gang, to let you know where I'm at. Dose 2 will be on April 21st, um, my COVID Dependence Day, which is when I am 90% uh, clear, two weeks after um, the vaccine, uh, two weeks after my second dose, is Cinco de Mayo, so catch me outside. I will be outside. That's a fact. But um, this podcast, you know, it's been a lot of things over the years. Remember concerts? I used to go to those. Remember democracy? We used to not have to scratch and claw to hold on to that. But, you know, things happen. People change. Topics change. But the seasons, they remain the same. That's actually not accurate. But whatever the case may be. So, we fought fascism. And if you're wondering, hey, Jay, what is that? Hey, Google, what is fascism? Let's go one more time for your mind. It was such a powerful question that my computer needed to wait. Hey, Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and Mm. of the economy, which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Chill. That ain't what we're about here in America. We're about apple pie, baseball, and Chevy. And a bunch of other things. But we're not about that. We're not about what Georgia's doing with their voting laws. Shoutouts to Major League Baseball for pulling the All-Star game out. So if you're wondering, hey, Jay, so is this podcast still about politics? Do you talk about other things? Well, consider it this way. This is the podcast... That I take the stuff I know, and I try to make it the stuff you know. I mean, I don't know. Is it? I mean, we're always going to have to vote. So I'm always going to talk about politics. I mean, listen, we're going to have a a fairly short episode this week because depression is real, and I don't want to talk about anything else. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But, like, 
in terms of politics, Biden out here killing it. Meanwhile, Matt Gates. So take it this way. I gave away the punchline. So check this out. Right? Check, 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 check it out. Florida man. Florida man has sex parties with underage girls who he flew or had delivered across state lines from other countries. Florida man has game with other Florida men to see who can sleep with, who can um, have sexual intercourse with the most people, with the most people who are um, currently married to other people. Um, Florida man is an elected congressman. Florida man is the only congressman in the House of Representatives to vote against an, a human anti-trafficking bill. The response? My constituents didn't send me to Washington to make Washington bigger. Well, Mr. Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates has been having sex with 16 and 17-year-old girls. He's been paying for their hotel rooms. He's been doing it in Florida. He's been doing it elected. And he asked for a pardon for it already, which is how you know it's so bad. Asked for a pardon from Trump, obviously, which was, you know, four fucking months ago. Five months ago, so this thing's been brewing for a while. So, Republican congressman having sex with 17-year-old women, 16-year-old women. And if he is, like, he's paying for sex online. So he's ordering these women. This is human trafficking. That's what that is. Now, if I get a, pro listen, state prostitution laws vary, right? But if I pay, you know what I'm saying? Some uh, Someone from another state that this is human trafficking. We have trafficked a human being. Not we. Matt Gates and a bunch of other Florida congressional Republicans. Florida is the Staten Island of America, yo. I swear to you it is. Who? What goes on here? So, like, I mean, there's times reporting into this. By the time this podcast comes out, there's going to be more to the story. But, like, that's your politics this week. Your politics this week is Matt Gates is having sex with 17-year-old women. He's Republican. He pays for sex. And he loves Trump. That's, that's all you need to know about the people that love Trump crowd. Okay. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, shots in arms. Everyone in New York, 16 plus, eligible for the vaccination poo. We lit, we lit, we out here, Pfizer gang. May 5th, I'm back. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of week it's been. I, uh, like, Republicans gonna republic, like... So we got Georgia Republicans passing those voting restricting bills. We got Major League Baseball pulling themselves out of the All-Star game. Well, no, I'm sorry. Taking the All-Star game that was supposed to be in Atlanta. 
taking it out of Atlanta and moving it to Colorado, which people are pointing, saying, oh, Colorado has stricter voting laws than Georgia's new laws. Colorado has automatic vote-by-mail where everybody, every adult gets mailed a ballot. So, end of story with that. Also, that's what we need to be doing. We need to be taking this cancel culture that that K-pop stands and TikTok have created. And we need to move it towards canceling things like racism, anti-democracy, pro-fascist, QAnon things. Like when a state makes it harder for people to vote, any American, because it's our right to vote as Americans. When any state makes it harder for an American to vote, that's an un-American thing to do, and they should have their prized possessions taken away. So, oh, you got the All-Star game this year? Cool, you don't anymore. The MLB is caving to cancel culture. Good! At least the MLB actually matters. That hits you in the pocket. We could tweet all we want about Georgia. We could make all the memes we want. We can phone bank and do whatever we want. But we are not taking money out of Governor well, Kemp's. We're not taking money out of the pockets of Republican business owners in Georgia unless we take things from them. And Major League Baseball taking the All-Star game from them. Hell yeah. Let's go. Shoutouts to you. Shoutouts to that. I'm fairly certain there was one other thing at least that I wanted to cover on a brand new episode of Dizing House. Oh, I know what it's going to be. So, I was... Last week I talked about... And by the way, the views and opinions expressed by the... The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and not that of my employer. I just want to point that out there. Before I start talking about laws and stuff like that and things that get changed and what's legal and what's not. You know what I'm saying? This is this is me. And it's not even me. It's Jay Porks. It's a character portrayed on the internet that may or may not even be a real person. So I don't want to be... I don't want my employer running down on me about something that has nothing to do with them. This has nothing to do with my employer. Views and opinions. My entire podcast, it's all me. It's all me. A figment of your imagination. Last week I talked about how New York, how New York legal. I always want to say New York City, how New York legalized weed. Now, although it is going to take time for stores to open up, some parts of the law have gone into effect, like expungement of all records for everything that's been legal, like five pounds in your house, three ounces on you possessing. But there was something that I saw in the law. In an article I was reading in Business Insider, after I recorded the podcast, that made me think, game changer. Let me go into it. So, first, there was decriminalization. That's the act of, well, you know, eh, we don't really care about weed crimes anymore. 
But, like, you're not going to be able to smoke up and, like, cops come and it be cool. You know what I'm saying? That's just, theoretically speaking, not going to be the case. So then, New York pushing the legalization bill. Okay, recreational for 21 and over. Cool. For sale. Cool. Possession. Cool. But, like, you dig deeper. And it's... And then Cuomo was like, the police, or, or Cuomo and de Blasio, they were like, eh, the cops really shouldn't be bothering people for smoking weed on the street. It's like, oh, wow, so they're like not even going to be bothering people for burning on the street. Turns out, the law, <clears throat> the law states, and I quote, it is legal to smoke marijuana wherever it is legal. To smoke cigarettes. Y'all out here in uh Y'all out here in the rest of the country thinking New York's dead, right? New Yorkers can smoke weed on the street. And it's fine. Beat that. So theoretically speaking, and again, views and opinions expressed are my own. Not that of my employer. But theoretically speaking, if you're somebody that has a, a stressful trip home that requires multiple modes of public transportation, a bus, a train to a bus. If there was a time where you wanted to take advantage of this, wherever you're allowed to smoke cigarettes is where you're allowed to smoke marijuana. I mean, if you looked on your, if you theoretically speaking looked on your MTA bus app and it said, you know, the bus is 24 minutes away, you know, there might have been a time where that might have made you scream, where that might have made you scream all obscenities in the middle of the street and make people look at you like you're crazy and say things like, oh man, I can't believe I'm stuck in this damn city all night. Got to be back at work in four hours. This is crazy. Theoretically speaking, these are things you might say. But now with that 24 minutes and summertime pulling up on us, what that person could do is that person can indulge in the recreational use of marijuana if they're, you know, 25 feet from an ex from a building entrance, 25 feet from the bus stop, and there's no, like, kids around and shit like that. Nobody under 21. And that could make a person feel less stressed. And that could really help. And that's what's good about the law. And also, like, maybe that person also smokes cigarettes. And maybe that person doesn't want to smoke cigarettes anymore because maybe that person thinks that cigarettes bring them no joy compared to this beautiful plant that God left here. Maybe if this person had the alternative to be allowed to smoke marijuana wherever you are allowed to smoke cigarettes, maybe that person would be able to just smoke marijuana instead of smoking cigarettes. And... Quit smoking cigarettes. Maybe. And then maybe that person would be able to have more money and be able to afford a place that's closer to the person's job. Therefore, they wouldn't need to take the three modes of public transportation to and from work per day. Theoretically speaking, if that was a real person and that was a real scenario, that could be a thing.
Just saying. So that was a good thing Governor Cuomo did last week. Uh, I just saw an article that Andrew Giuliani is, uh, by the way, that's Rudy Giuliani's son. He wants to run for governor in 2022, governor of New York. And uh, I wouldn't laugh about it. I'd worry about it. This is why, this is why you need to consolidate power. Because now in 2022, when there's an actual real governor's race, which is crazy. And you might have somebody with name recognition on the other side, good or bad. They can pick and choose their revisionist history with that. So be on the lookout for that. Shoutouts to Biden, yo. So remember a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago, it was like January. I was like, yo, we could have a lit summer. Let me amend that. There's going to be a lit summer. People that are vaccinated are going to be hanging, chilling, a little bit of illing. Hanging out with their BCTs over on the West Side. That That's going to happen. Also, like, people who aren't vaccinated are going to be dining outdoors, getting yelled at in stores for not wearing masks, being annoyed at the acne they get from constantly having to wear a mask because you don't know who has corona and who doesn't because you didn't get vaccinated. So what I would suggest to everybody listening to this is stop listening to Uncle Conspiracy Theory at the dining room table. I don't trust the government with no vaccine. I don't trust the government with a vaccine for me. The government gonna control my mind. The government's gonna make me be a Democrat. The government isn't doing anything. Pfizer is not the government. Moderna is not the government. These are fucking pharmaceutical companies that are doing nothing besides making money because they're honestly like y'all all forgot about how Pfizer companies like Pfizer got all of America hooked on fucking painkillers remember that that's the drug companies that's the pharmaceutical companies remember how your yeah, healthcare premiums are so high because the dr- pharmaceutical prices are so damn fucking high they're high because of places like people like Pfizer so they're out here trying to save your life And hope you forgot about that. It's like a trade-off. They're trying to make us whole. Take the damn vaccine. I took it. It's fine. And I do mad unhealthy shit. It'll be good. We're all gonna be good. And if you wanna walk around with a fucking piece of cloth over your face for the rest of your life, that's fine. But I know that when that bum gets on the train, and it's any time after Cinco de Mayo, and I'm sitting there on the way to fucking work, and that bum gets on the train, I know that I'm 90% clear of fatal illness, hospitalization, or serious symptomatic illness from COVID-19. And that's thanks to our president, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., and our vice president, Kamala Harris. 
And don't forget about the second gentleman, Doug. Don't forget about Dr. Jill Biden. Till next week, dies in your house, exclusively, anywhere you thought you were hiding from me on social media. And I'm still depressed. Late.